Tom isn't there. Stevie said he needed a shot, man. <laughs> What's going on? What is going on, the nations? We got Knox Nation in the house. We got Night Nation in the house. Sorry for the technical difficulties. As always, I blame it on Stevie, even though the stream's what? on my channel. <laughs> yeah, I take it. I take it. It's me. Apparently, apparently YouTube, apparently YouTube is a little bit laggy today, so we'll see, man. Do me a favor, guys. Obviously, I went on social media. I was so proud of myself for stepping on my social media game, sharing all this shit, and naturally, I've now shared the wrong link. So do me a favor, you guys. Tag this on socials. Share the right link. What's up, Stevie? What's up, big dog? What's happening, man? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. How's that? How's that? Man, going? you still you still sound sick than a motherfucker, bro. What the hell, dog? You need some. You need a hot toddy. A hot toddy. <laughs> you need a hot toddy, bro. Man, you really you really want to get me liquored up today. <laughs> so no, man. I'm uh it's I'm so due bad. to get a uh, chest X-rays tomorrow, blood test tomorrow. So. Fingers crossed for Knox, guys. But yeah, you're right. I still got this cough. Now you're making me think about the fucking cough, man. I'm going to cough at some point in time because nah. you had to bring it up. Nah, sorry, bro. Sorry, <laughs> sorry bro. See, there you go. Already, you just fucking jinxed yourself by thinking mm -hmm. about this shit. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, man, so we got we got a big one today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for supporting the podcast. We are now on Apple Music. We are now on Spotify. And we will slowly be taking over the world. That's Stevie's quote, not mine. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm in these chats. I get, I'm trying to see if we if we running smooth. How we sounding? How we looking? Everything smooth? Y'all let us know. Yeah, things are looking pretty smooth, man. Right. Voice is sounding all right. There's always going to be a little bit of delay on the other side, but we're we're rolling. So, all right. How What's should good, we? Bro? How should we start? I this? mean. Man, I, I have no idea. I tell y'all, I'll tell y'all fucking Knox called me this morning talking about some fucking Tom McDonald Roy shit. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about, dog? And with that being said, like I had already planned on diving through the new uh Royce ransom track. So right after you right after I got off the phone with your ass, not right after, like 30 minutes later, I did a reaction to that shit, bro. So I'm all I'm I'm all caught up. I'm all caught up with, with what's going on and shit. I even went ahead and listened to the fucking little Dear Slim shit too, bro. What? I was gonna do a reaction. Yeah, I, I went ahead and listened to it, bro. Right after that shit, I figured that had something to do with it. But uh, <coughs> look at look don't at ask me, some don't, homework. No, but uh, but don't ask me how I felt about this shit because I don't want y'all. I don't want the camp coming after me. But us uh, after that after that live we had, bro. I I was chopping up with Tom for a little bit, man. Like he respect what I had to say. Like I don't dislike the guy. Yeah, I just we're gonna change we're gonna change the topic off that. I ain't even trying to I ain't trying to piss nobody off. You know what I'm saying? But I'm all caught up to speed. So so let's get it. All right, let's so, get it. So basically, as as everyone else knows, uh, Tom McDonald came through, dropped a hundred k for an Eminem exclusive beat. Then he produced Dear Slim, which yeah was received with controversy. There's a lot of people who really loved it. There's also a lot of people who really hated it which is kind of typical Tom McDonald fashion. I mean, he doesn't walk a middle line. You're either going to really love Tom or you're going to be on the other side of the fence. So he drops this, and we don't hear anything from M, right? You, you know, you know, Stevie, that M is going to listen to the song. He's going to want to know yeah. what he fucking did with his beat. So the, yeah. the first thing that we hear from M is all of a sudden M releases a killer remix. 
and he puts YBN Corday, now known as Corday on it, and he puts Jack Harlow on it, right? Two young up-and-coming rappers, Jack Harlow talks about how M is his idol, much in the same vein now that you did the Dear Slim, how Tom talks about Eminem being his idol. So to me, I was wondering if we're out here fucking playing chess pieces, right? And it was like tactile of them because it was like, yeah, I, I saw that. I, I appreciate it. But you know what? These are the people that I want to put on. These are the up-and-comers who treat me like an idol that I want to feature. I was just wondering if there's a little bit of a chess move there in response to Tom taking it and, and doing nah. it. What do you think? Oh, oh, am I, am I, am oh, I going no, too far? no. Bro, you going to create the fucking chess move. You are creating the chess move, bro. Like, you are playing Geppetto, moving these parts to fucking streamline motherfuckers' bias and shit. And it had nothing to do with no Tom McDonald, bro, but I see what you're doing. Checkmate, fool. That's funny, bro. <laughs> That's funny, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because... Fuck, I feel... Fuck that. I'm going to just say what the hell I want to say, bro. I'm all, like, apprehensive about speaking on time and shit. Uh, public disclaimer, bro. I do not like this... I do not dislike Tom as a person, whatever the fuck. I have my preference in music. I do not like the type of music. With that being said, bro, it's, I, Tom McDonald is not the type of fucking rapper I would imagine Eminem wanting to, you know, like, work with, collaborate with, bro. It's like a whole different wave of hip-hop. Like, the Corday's a fucking spitter, you know what I'm saying? Harlow's a swaggy shit motherfucker. That, that would have been a big-ass chess move if he had pulled Tom McDonald on the track, but that would have been such a, like, a... I feel like they have opposing views on a lot of shit, and I feel like yep. there'll be a lot of controversy that derived from that. And I don't even—I I don't think Eminem wants that smoke. Even though it got hella views, it would have shut the fucking world down. I don't think—I think M is too old and don't want none of that drama in his life. He just want to focus on hip hop and not all the extra shit that comes with Tom McDonald. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think—and I think—I think the great point that you make there is um about the opposing viewpoints, right? Because if you look at it and you look at some of the songs that Eminem has made politically, you know, he is he is very on the left, right? Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna fucking talk directions today. He's very on the left. And you're right. A lot of what Tom can be saying, but I would argue too that if you actually peel back Tom's lyrics and you look at it, he chooses his words very carefully. Um, to me, he kind of says more in the middle. But if anything, if you want to argue a political spectrum on him, you, you, you could put it more on the right side. You could definitely put Tom yeah. on the right side, right? So you put Tom on the right, you yeah. put him on the left. You're right. And Eminem is very outspoken about his political views, just as Tom yeah. also walks those things. So I get that. And I think that sets up perfectly for why Royce said what he said in a song, right? Yeah, yeah. Royce, Royce came through. And um, for those of you who don't know, I don't know if uh, Mods can share it, if you can share the, the link to it. But what was it? It was along the lines of he you know, said he said he said something about I mean I we don't like the views you get but like I uh, appreciate you telling the truth or like your perspective or something like that. I yeah, can't remember yeah. the tell boss tell Thomas McDonald we don't agree with his views but we respect his honesty. Yeah, yeah, or or, yeah. or, or appreciate his honesty. Something along those yeah. appreciate appreciate his honesty, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That well, well, go on. Go on. I don't think I don't think that was like a shot or anything, bro. When I heard that, I respected the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I I would I I can never have issue with you know I can have some issues. I can be in disagreement with somebody's perspective, but it's their perspective, bro. I I just appreciate your honesty with it. And but the the struggle comes down when people are not open to entertain or just listen to other people's perspectives when you close-minded and you think that your only view is the only thing that matters 
that's when the issue comes in hand. But I, I, the, the 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 vibe I get off from time when he speaks is that he's open to have a discussion with people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So so I don't have anything. I don't I don't have any issue with what Royce said. And it sounds like um, that to me, that's just a dope ass shot at the time. Like, bro, you doing the right thing. You got shit going on. You got your name in Royce's mouth. I wouldn't even thought that would have even been a thought of Royce, bro. But but I, I thought that was a good look. I thought that was a good look. Yeah. And it's gonna put a and it's gonna put a lot of it's gonna put a lot of motherfuckers that are not leaving checking for time put they put their eyes on time now. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. from Royce's camp. I think I think that's a that's a great point of what you say because there's been uh, you know different people taking it different ways. Oh, it was a shot at Tom. Oh, it was like supportive of Tom. I think it was I think it was honestly in the middle. It wasn't really a shot because Roy still wanted to get across that no, we don't we don't agree with the way that he sees things. That doesn't align with our yeah. viewpoints and, and how yeah. we feel. But at the same time, it was an acknowledgement. Like you're there. And we, we respect the lane that you've created and, and what you're doing in that lane. Does that mean we're going over yeah. that lane? No, but we respect it. And we're going to shout it out. And I think you're right in that what Royce did by doing that ultimately does help Tom because, yeah, it puts him on now to a bunch of people in a new fan base and are like, wait, who the fuck is, is Tom McDonald? Yeah. So, so Royce yeah. is just giving him more promo. And I think Tom recognized that because Tom came out on Insta and thanked Royce and shouted him out. <laughs> You know, and, and appreciated it. You know, he, he took it on the chin and he was thankful and appreciative and talked about how he used to ride around listening and bumping to Royce. So to have like Royce mention him in a song was just was just another level for him. That's a big ass move of time, bro. It's just gonna it's just gonna make him that much more of a giant of than he is right now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Royce got like a like a real strength, like a, well, Tom has a cult following as well, but Tom's cult following is crazy. They're out of the fucking mind. Royce got yeah. a, a cult following as well. And I think that, like, even the people that are aware of Tom at this point who may not rock with him or who may not even, like, have given him a try, I think that they'll be more inclined to even try it out now because Royce mentioned that. Because it's also saying, like, we may, we may not agree with your views, but we did, we did sit here and listen and try to digest what you're saying. So hmm. I'm offering that as the same option for my listeners as well. But like develop your own opinion about it. Go listen to him and, and, and see how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? He may really win. He may, he may not, you may not fuck with it, but at the end of the day, it's just another fucking chess move for, for, for time, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. it puts me in the mind back of what you said the other day, like who's the biggest indie artist right now. And the time would have to be it, bro. Like he's just, He's doing his fucking thing, dog. Yeah. Doing his fucking thing. Hey, huge, huge shout out real quick to John Brignac, who donated $100, man. He said, I just enjoy hearing Stevie have to talk about Tom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just had to point that one out, man. But yeah, That's I think crazy, I think, I think what you make, though, in terms of the, the macro perspective on shit, right? The, the bigger picture now is that Royce, who is, yes, Royce is independent, but at the same time, Royce is you know, fluctuated between independent and, and being signed. You know what I mean? Like he's like that yeah. old, older regime independent, right? Yeah. That, that feature with a bunch of label artists that, that is always back and forth with that. Right. But he's still dominating the underground as well as getting mainstream play. Now we yeah. have to me like this, this newer sort of independence, which come through social media now. Which, which don't come through, you know, different collabs with labels, different things, work their way up through the underground system. Like, they literally create their own buzz and blow themselves up. So, to me, like, people argue, oh, it's just an independent shouting out another independent. Well, to me, it marks a huge change because now it's recognizing sort of this, this new movement and this new type of artist that's coming up. And by putting Tom on the map, 
it's going to put other people, other independents on the map too. Because like, where the fuck did this guy come from? People are going to start looking at how did he blow up? Where did he blow up from? Then you never know. They might run into Dax. Then they might start running into other independent artists that are on the rise that have come up through the platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think Thomas, Thomas is a trailblazer though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. he's a trailblazer. All these other indie art, I, 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 I think, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know how long Thomas been doing this thing, but I think he's relatively newer compared to a lot of these other indie artists who have grown and, and got these platforms they got. I feel like Thomas like caught up to these motherfuckers and been lapping these fools now because he's such, a, such an aggressive, like, like, aggressive wild ass approach to magnify his presence and shit man so i think he's a trailblazer on that end and royce shouting him out is such a fucking dope move because royce is indie but royce has been doing this shit forever he's mm. cemented he's solidified whatever the fuck and a lot of motherfuckers gonna take what royce say is gospel just just on the strength you yeah. know what i'm saying you got royce saying that bro that's that's just gonna make time even more of a trailblazer that the like i get it but i would have never thought in my wildest damn dreams not dreams but it ain't that crazy it's not, it's not something i'm dreaming about but i just that was such a, a shock to me when first of all you said it when you told me he fucking said the shit and i listened to it and i saw what he was saying that means that what the fuck toys that's that means that what the hell tom is doing is moving shit and it also i'm and i'm curious as to if royce has already had already had his eyes on tom this entire time or was it that dear slim record that you know pull Royce's eyes over there. I wonder what I wonder what it was. Yeah, because I mean, listen, they they stay very tapped into the the currents and the movements. I mean, you look at all the different things relating to pop culture, relating to just like internet news that Eminem includes in his lyrics. I mean, you have to yeah. stay, you know, you have to have a pulse on shit, don't you? Royce as well. Royce is really tapped in. So I I would think that they've been aware of it beforehand. I, I don't think Eminem was told who bought his beat and went, who the fuck is that? I think M probably knew at this point in time. You think Royce as well, too? It, it would have been, because I I, I, I I would think those the opposite as well. I would think that Royce was like, who the fuck bought his beat? And then listen to it and then <laughs> gather that opinion. Because I, I just base it on like, like my life and who I fuck with and talk about music and shit like, like I, I do my reactions to what we what we tend to do here, and I take in requests from people, and it's oftentimes music I've never heard before. It's my first time tapping into it, but then I go outside of this and listen to what I casually listening to, and with my friends or whomever. And a lot of the times, the people that I'm exposed to on YouTube, my friends and family have no idea. Like people still don't know what the fuck time is on my side of things. So I'd imagine it kind of been the same same uh, situation with somebody like Royce, because I don't think Thomas. Some somebody Royce or that camp would even be checking for. I know Eminem would be because Eminem's a damn. He's still he's crazy. Like he wants to yeah. know every fucking thing. But I don't think I don't I don't imagine Royce would uh you know have the same feeling or move the same way. If that makes sense. Yeah, and and honestly, if if Tom was gonna get a shout out, I don't know of of all of the. I say Eminem camp, obviously Royce is his own artist and he's been just yeah. dopely doing it for a long time. But I would say of, of all the people related to Eminem and who could possibly reference the situation, Royce would have probably been last on my list to be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Just, just because of his philosophy, how strongly he feels about his views, how he expresses yeah. himself through his music. I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, like if Eminem is over here, Royce is even further, man. And, and yeah. Royce really is passionate about the the movements that he believes in in his message you know what i'm saying so yeah, his views uh, he, he definitely has a motive when he raps 
You know what I'm saying? He speaks on his stance on things. He's real strong will with it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't imagine him rocking with anything Tom be talking about. So that makes me think that that Dear Slim uh, record would have put Tom in, in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that would make more sense to me. And then, like, speaking of that, like, the talking about the song as well, like, I don't, I don't even think that Tom did anything disrespectful towards Slim on that record either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wow. would make it would I would I would it would make more sense to me if like that's that's know. that's interesting coming from you man because yeah you're you're definitely obviously I, I've done a lot of Tom and I'm probably gonna be more naturally supportive of Tom now just because I see the lane that he's created and what he can do for other artists like myself but yeah. for you who doesn't have like cards in the game or anything to to recognize that though I think I think that's important and that's key because there's been a lot of people that said oh we disrespected him and and he was trolling him but. It's interesting though to hear from you first time that that's that's the opinion that you. Yeah, have. I didn't but, think yeah. it because I, I I have no dog in the fight, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't like I fuck with Eminem, so I fuck with Eminem because he's a dope ass rapper to me. But I don't have any like emotional ties to this fool. Like he's not my yeah. artist, so I'm not biased to actually like just attack anybody that's mentioning Eminem's name. I felt like it was a dope ass shout out. It was acknowledging he was paying homage to him. Like pretty much you influenced me, bro. He's one of the main reasons why i'm doing this shit and there's a lot of parallels and similarities throughout the course of our career we may do shit and say shit differently but he's he's right they have there's a lot of parallels from the way they fucking move you know what i'm saying as far as you know their their aggressive stances on things their outspokenness that shock value approach not giving a fuck about what nobody says that's if if you you could eminem and fucking tom uh both doing that you know what i'm saying Regardless of how I mean, you feel about it, like their their motives or what's behind it, or whatever. But I I see the similarities and shit, and I don't feel like he disrespected him at all. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, you you addressed a little bit of Eminem how he used shock rap and shock value to help him grow and create controversy, much in the same way that that Tom has created controversy to help him grow with uh with Moosey Mouse, um when you had that little <laughs> those those little good times and those good chats with him. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's it it's true though, and I think that's why Tom wanted to point that out you know, through his music is that, yeah, even though the views are very different, if if you look at the roots of it, it is, you know, stir up controversy. Don't be afraid to just be brutally honest with your music and what you're doing. Um, and yep. as long as you own that honesty and, you, and you're not afraid to push, you know, the artistic limits, I mean, that's that's kind of what they stood for. So there are a lot of similarities to how M first blew up and, and really took off and, and what Tom is using. And, you know, it's anybody does it in any fucking you know, art or, or business or, or wherever walk of life, learn from the greats, study what they do, study what they use to help them get successful and then emulate parts real, of that. Real, real shit, bro. If Eminem wasn't Eminem, there'd be no time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There, would, there, would, there would be no time. Eminem pretty much laid the blueprint to take that a fucking, that take that approach as a winning approach. You know what I'm saying? Like Eminem pioneered that shit. He was a trailblazer from <laughs> attacking hip hop the way he did. And if Eminem hadn't done that, a lot of motherfuckers out here would not be as comfortable or as confident with the rap, you know, as they are because of Eminem. And Eminem shows you that this shit gonna fucking work, bro. Like, fuck what they talking about. Do what you want to do. If they don't, if they ain't fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? They can kiss your ass and do what you got to do, bro. And I, I'm pretty sure that instills a lot of confidence in other people that want to take that same approach, bro. So. Like I say, that I was definitely a shout out, and if if a motherfucker say that wasn't a shout out, they just a hater or they just in their feelings. <laughs> hey, they just in their feelings, dog. 
Hey, you heard it. You heard it from Stevie, man. I think I think he's <laughs> he's he's painted that well. It's good to get to your uh, your unbiased perspective on that, man. Yeah, also, did yeah. we uh, did we have a phone call before? Like, did we fucking coordinate? Like, did you tell me about the blue today? Is that what we were going with? I just I just noticed. Oh, yeah. Hey, I don't know. Great minds think alike, though. That's all it is, bro. <laughs> that's what's up man that's what's up yeah, so uh yeah, quick yeah. quick shout out to you guys posting in chat obviously we're keeping an eye on it we'll take we'll take a question or two at the end of the show um also if you want to go through discord uh there's a there's a poll in there as well so we'll be keeping an eye on all that man and uh we'll, we'll be addressing that but moving on to a topic that i know you are excited to talk about man and i'm i'm actually I haven't done much thought since we talked this morning because I'm really waiting just to see what you say first and to see where that <laughs> that 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 kind of takes I us, man. I know where you go. So, I know where you go. So the the it, it it's two questions really. The the first yeah. question is did J Cole drop a classic album? And then the question that leads off of that is how do you how how do you quantify how do you value a classic album. How do you label something a classic album? So I I, I want to hear what you got to say on this, man. Um, pretty sure a lot of people have been waiting for me to drop these reactions to Cole's album, and there's a reason why I have not been dropping reactions to Cole's album because I wanted to, I didn't want no smoke. But I no, I do not think J Cole dropped a classic album, bro. I don't. I don't. I've I've gone through the album. A few times now and i think with j cole the reason why that album did so well and it shook the world the way it did because of the lord j cal had j cal j cole has not been around for a minute he came back the way he did and smashed everybody because it was unexpected he just dropped the shit right motherfuckers have been have been have been waiting for j cole to drop some shit bro but if you think about it dog like a classic album this album does not when you ask me that, this album does not compare at all to fucking Forest Drive, bro. Like Forest Drive, that album shits on uh off season, bro. It's not even close. It's not even close, bro. Like it's a cool album. It's a cool album. But we're talking about classic albums. Like, like I would not need the first thing I think about classic albums is how is it gonna age? Are we gonna need this? Is this gonna be something we're gonna be referring to? weeks months years from now yeah when i think about that as far as j cole i think about forest drive you can listen to that shit. <laughs> you know what i'm saying at any moment in in, in in any 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 part of time dog but off season was just cool it was just cool to me so not a classic album so for for a classic album let me let me ask you this question does every single track on a classic album have to go in or can there just be tracks that are kind of like fillers or contribute to the overall story of, of the album? Or does each and every single track have to just be, mm, you know what I'm saying? Nah, to, be, it's to, just, to be a classic. To me, when you, when you take that approach, every track needs to be a banger, like like in your face. I think a mixtape type shit. Just give right. me the fucking best sounding dope ass in your face shit every fucking time. Like when you can talk about an album, there's a lot more that goes into it. I think it's about the collection of it, how it flows, you know what I'm saying? The time in which it comes out, like the the, the society temperature, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, like, like trailblazing type shit. Like, is this artist doing something that we haven't seen before? Um, it's, it's a lot that goes into it, but it's so subjective as well, too. It's like how it hooks into you or how it hooks into certain the demographic certain societies and shit bro it's a, it's a lot that goes into it but i just think of an album make needs to make you feel some type of way and 
the off season, it was just, it was just cool to me. So, what about you? Well, see, I'm still working through the Cole album. So, unfortunately, I can't give as wholesome of an opinion as I want to yet because I, I still want to get through some more of it, some more chunks of it. I mean, from what I've heard so far, I've, I have honestly enjoyed. And maybe because... Yeah. I don't know. Again, it, it's hard for me, man, because sometimes I my my inner but, but before you listen, before you listen, said it, I'm, I, before you said it, I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's no, a bad no, 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 album no. It's, it's a dope no. album. It's I never I, album. I, I I never walked away from that thinking that oh, it, that right. you thought it was bad because the the biggest yeah. thing is we're talking about classics here, people. Remember yeah. this, right? We're talking about a fucking classic album. We're talking about Nas Stillmatic. Right, we're yeah. talking about fucking Marshall Mathers LP, baby. We're talking about fucking shit like that. Blueprint, the butterfly, bro. Get yeah. Richard Die trying, dog. You know what book, I'm saying? Book of Ryan. Like shit like what? that. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolute, absolute just classic. You know it will sit in a box in time and stay that way. And it just it's yeah. like a fine wine, man. That shit just gets better over time. Facts. It just matures. I mean, listen, Facts. classics versus really, really dope albums, right? There's still a difference between classic albums and really good albums. So yeah. no, I, I I definitely don't take it as Stevie Silver here fucking hating. J. Cole, why would you have reacted to J. Cole in the first place and be spreading his yeah. message and his lyrics yeah. if you yeah. if you feel that way? But you gotta be honest too. Is it is it a classic? Honestly, I don't know yet. The stuff I've heard, I've really liked. Is it timeless? Mm, I don't know. It's very good lyrically. I love it. And my inner fanboy always wants to root for Cole. I feel like we've gone through such a J. Cole drought that you're right. I'm a, I'm just gonna be so damn excited to get new music from him. Yeah, I, I think that's like, what it is. I th here's here's what it is. You know what? I think I think this is the best point talking about the timeless element to it is that there's the first reaction when the album drops right and everybody's excited to get that new music right that first reaction is always like super hype and then there's like afterwards right it's like yep. it's like a relationship almost isn't it right you have that initial the honeymoon attraction. phase yeah the honeymoon the, phase the honeymoon phase everyone's excited yep. you'll be quick to say shit's a classic you'll be so excited you're so in love and then time starts to go on and then that attraction starts to fade and you start to realize, you know, why are you still in that relationship? What are the other qualities that make you stay? What are the timeless shit that can make you spend a lifetime with that person? And to me, that is what sort of the litmus test is for a classic album is after that initial buzz phases, when you go back and you listen again, it's like the second, the third listen, you know, the fourth listen, do you want to keep playing it? Is there that shit there that now that that wow factor is gone, that keeps you? Right. Yeah, you yeah, think, you bro. Think that's and that's that, that's that's that. Hell yeah, that's hell yeah. The the the, the you hit nail on the head, man. Like, how is this gonna age? How yeah. is this? How is this album gonna age? And it was got my attention when I saw like uh, people posting their reactions to like the album reviews or certain songs. And I know it's clickbaitish and shit, but like this is J Cole's best album. This is a classic album. Like, there's no way you can listen to an album the first time through. And call that shit a classic. There's no way. It's like you. It's That's like. That's a great point. That's a great. There's point. There's no way. It's like you see a basketball player playing one game. Oh, this is the best ball basketball player ever. Like, there's no way you gotta you gotta you gotta ride his wave a little bit and see how this is gonna affect you six months a year from now, man. And I don't get the like. I don't. There's nothing now since the off season came out that pulled me back to, back into the album. The only like motivation I had to listen to it a few times is because I was trying to give J Cole the benefit of the doubt. Like, bro, I want this shit to be get because we've been waiting for this motherfucker for so damn long. And I was like, bro, this 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 ain't it. This ain't it, bro. You can turn Forest Drive on, dog, and just fucking zone out. <laughs> 
Cause yeah. that fucking album, it's hard, bro. It's hard. Dude, that shit hit different, dog. Do, it's do, like, do do you think that because you're so used to J Cole over the years, right? It's like a similar situation, like when a rookie comes in and lights shit up in the NBA, and there's all that buzz and excitement. Do do you think because you're so used to Cole and Forest Drive hits you just on a different level that you just have even higher expectations for him to make a classic? No, I don't even. I, no, I don't have high. I didn't have higher expectations of him, but I know that. I know that my anticipation for J Cole to drop some shit gave me a real, a, like a, a real box. Not even my anticipation for him uh, overshadowed my objectivity about listening to his album initially. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just, I was just waiting. Like the, I, I'd expect, yeah, I expected it to be dope. I expected it to be dope, and and you had that initial struggle fighting you, fighting with yourself. Like, is this really as dope as I think it is, or is is J. Corley in this bag and shit? And Eric, the whole world going crazy about it. Like all that shit influences you. You gotta fucking stay, take a step aside, listen to this shit, and like really dig into that shit, bro. And um, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't comparing it to a Forest Drive. I only compared it to Forest Drive when you asked me that question. You was like. Is this a classic album, J. Cole? And Forest Drive is a classic album, regardless of who, who, what artist you are, when you came out. That that mm. shit is gonna age forever. And I, I have to, I have to compare off season to that, and it doesn't, it doesn't compare to that shit at all. And again, chat's having fun. I mean, I, I made this post on Twitter. I made this post on uh, Insta too. And I just got like a, I'd call it a classic Stevie message. Like you just sent me a DM, <laughs> and you just said no. That nope. was it. <laughs> I was going, all right, bruh, we, we gonna bruh. we we gonna talk about this tomorrow. We gonna we gonna bruh. talk about hey, this. I, it, 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 it's 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 funny too because it was kind of a coincidence because I had just I had just uh did a review of uh uh one of the Caskey joints. I think it was it was called Wichita. And then um I think I had just saw that post you had, and that, so that was on my mind. And dope black sheep. That Yellow Wolf Caskey uh, collab they did—that's the hardest album I've heard this year so far, bro. I, I got wow, that really? On repeat. That's that fucking album is hard as fuck to me, bro. It's wow. just a, it's just a dope it's a dope ass piece of art. It ain't fucking. It just puts you in the mood. Like I can listen to that shit whenever, chilling in the gym, in the ride, and it's got it's got everything you want out of a fucking album, dog. And I think they presented that shit as a mixtape, but and you know. Yellow Wolf, I, I have a very strong admiration for Yellow Wolf now because of his reactions, and I'm and I'm just now dab, dibbling, dabbling into Caskey's catalog and shit. So I was very surprised that I liked that fucking album so goddamn much. And then J Cole come around, and I said this shit on the fucking mix. I said this shit on the reaction too. I, was, I wonder how the world gonna receive this, bro. Comparing you know Black Sheep to J Cole, like bro, how dare you consider compare those two fucking albums, bro? But Black Sheep, that mixtape shit on fucking offseason, bro. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy, dog. You got have you, have you heard it yet? No, but now because bruh, of how bruh, how passionate you are about saying bruh, this shit to me, I'm gonna have to go check bruh, it out now. I might even have to react to it. That album is hard. Matter of fact, every fucking uh, every fucking cat every fucking uh tape Yellow Wolf dropped. He dropped five albums in like the past two three months. Every one of them motherfuckers rock. Wow. Every last one of them, bro, hard. Wow. Dog. Hard as fuck. Yo, you remember? Hard as fuck. You remember last week when you got me all fired up talking about my own music, and then I was just like, just on one like this week this yeah. is this is stevie week to just talk your shit oh, this is this bruh. is this is fucking hey, stevie week man 
I'm just keeping it a buck, dog. I mean, it's, it's my, it's my, it's my preference. At the end of the day, I get that. So motherfuckers may not agree with it, but shit. Wow, I'm black gonna, sheep. Is, black sheep is hard as fuck. I'm gonna definitely have to check black out that, hard as fuck. that yellow with Caskey album. Speaking beat, beat selection, everything. Speaking of uh, Caskey, just a, a side question. The the only news that I've seen because I really haven't listened to much Caskey at all. I've kind of been saving yeah. it to see if I get a chance to dive into the reactions, which I want to do. Um, unfortunately, the, the thing that sucked for me is honestly, this cough has just held yeah. me back from doing like twice as much as I wanted to do. But I'm because of what you said now, that shit is going to have to get prioritized. I'm going to I'm going to have yeah. to dive into it. But but I did hear because Caskey has had a little run in with Adam Calhoun, who you've, you've yeah. spoken to and, and shit. Yeah. I know Caskey is, is making claims that he is uh, he is like the next shady or, or just, you know, he's he's the next the next great white hope, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure the exact lyrics, but uh, how do you feel about his talent in relation to Marshall Mathers and, and claims like that? Uh, well, I don't. I don't. I, I didn't hear the the specific claim, but I don't. Cassie ain't ain't no Eminem. Those are two two totally different artists. But Cassie got a style of his own, man. Like it's more about like the feel you get when you listen to him. Like he got bars every now and again, but he the his tone. And his flow and the, and, the, and the beat selection and how that just the vibe he gives you and listen to that that's type of rapper that's type of uh you know mold i put him in man he just gives you a certain feel bro and when it was when it was blended with um yellow wolf like they complement each other so much it kind of reminded me of like a red and meth type of thing or like mm. when you put when you got artists that and i don't know i don't i haven't listened to i haven't listened to enough caskey to uh, get my, I don't know, get my specific interest in him <laughs> to, to down to the T. But the way they sound, the way they sound, and how he sounds on the beat, and how he's dope, bro. He's dope. He makes dope music. I mean, he makes dope art. It sounds good. I think, I think that's that's the point, isn't it? Is that this is a lot of times since it's rap, we just hone in on the lyrics, right? Yeah. And what we don't appreciate always is that. There's just so much more to the flows that are used, the pockets that are set on, how it sounds with the beat, where you breathe, what you do with the production. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's about the musicality, isn't it? And and all the different layers. I mean, the lyrics are just one singular layer that that build, you know, this this cake of hip hop, I guess you could say. So yeah. I, I definitely agree with that perspective on what little I've heard from Caskey so far. And honestly, the only reason I brought up that question is because he's the one that was raising the the issue i mean for me yeah just just create your own lane because that's kind of what he's doing and he's just creating yeah. his own art and his own place um you know we don't well, shit not all us white rappers have to be compared to eminem we don't we don't have to yeah. we don't have to do that man i mean we don't yeah. sit there and compare every fucking black rapper to royce the five nine yeah. do we or or yeah, kendrick nah. lamar do we so why did, you know, did, did, did he say that specifically <laughs> though he said he was going to be like the next I don't know what it was, but he used Eminem in that comparison. He used like I'm gonna be the next Marshall Mathers listen, or something like that. Does that what he said specifically? Listen, I didn't. I I don't know. I I can't remember if it was something along the lines of like, I'm I'm the next you know best white rapper since Shady or something like that. Like oh, I I didn't think yeah. he said that he is Eminem, but obviously oh. he's like you know he's the next one. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean that would make more sense. I thought if you're sitting here comparing him lyrically to Eminem, like that's crazy. But I I could see it would make more sense him you know knowing his lane identifying what he what what he does in rap and doing that better than, than anybody else 
and then being known for his type of fucking lane. That makes more sense. Because I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that has that the sound that he has. So that, that would make more sense. But yeah, yeah, you need to listen to that shit, bro. That shit dope as fuck, man. All right, I'm that a, black sheep shit is riding. I'm gonna I'm um, that down. The fucking, the fucking, that, that's the whole classic album shit, bro. That makes me think about like, what do you have like a top five or or when you think about classic albums, what what are the first albums that come to your mind? I mean, I guess I'll answer this one more subjectively in that you know what is classic in terms of what has touched my life personally. Right, because like we talked about last week, music. But that's, but that's gonna be more on favorite though. That's yeah, gonna but, be more on favorite. Yeah, but though. but but I still hold my favorites in in high critical regards. Like I'm not gonna sit there and just slap on a fucking classic to someone that I've really connected with. Like you gotta yeah. put out that art as well as connect with me, right? So to yeah, me, it's it, it's all about that that connection. And I I guess I I reach back to the early albums that really influenced me. Uh, obviously, Stillmatic is a huge one. Um, yeah. I just always learned a lot from Nas's delivery in terms of... Sometimes the, the greatest thing about Nas was like... And I say was, like he's not still fucking doing it, but I, I love yeah. just, just some of the rhythms that he finds and, and the poetry that he puts into his lyrics. But he's also so good at... He knows how to kind of let things like chop and just like breathe sometimes. And it's like the breaths that he takes just add to the different types of flows and throw things off a little bit. And just, man, it was just, it was so much fun just watching how he attacked things with, with his delivery. Um, and just like, you know, something like Stillmatic is just, you know, it's, it's timeless to me. It's like, it's like a Bible for, you know, the, the conditions that he was raising and, and what he saw. Um, another one definitely up there for me personally has got to be. Marshall Mathers LP. Marshall Mathers LP because of what, what, not only does it have that wow, oh shit, Knox's mic is going down. Hello. Fuck you got me. excited when I said Marshall Mathers. Bro, you, you, got can, me, bro. you got me too excited, man. I'm fucking throwing <laughs> microphones in here. Shit, man. Knox is getting wild. See, the thing is, I didn't set up my mic properly today, so I just try to throw shit on quickly. That's it. I'm, I'm moving the mic away from me because shit's dangerous. I was boxing this morning too, Stevie, so I'm all fired up now, man. Oh, like, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, me. before you dive into the MMLP, though, bro, like, um, what is is Nas Stillmatic? That, is that your number one? That's your favorite album of all time? Are you? Uh, I got more recent bias. Right. Yeah, because right. when, when I say that, when I say that, it definitely has influenced you a certain way. Yeah, like it's, it's, that album put his hooks into you, but you know there's like other fucking albums out there that you know the the the, the majority would consider classic albums, and that that album's all, always considered in that fucking list. But you feel like that that one is the one above all the other ones that are considered in that conversation. I don't know, man. Like recently, Book of Ryan just hits me differently. I think that's Royce's greatest work, and I think that that deserves to sit up there on any hip-hop list just wow i mean allegory was good but 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 what about impact though bro what about impact ah uh, that's right because book orion won't have that same impact um i gotta get then shit that's that's easy you just served me a fucking easy one because marshall mathers lp yeah. just has such a huge impact because of what it did i mean the 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 controversy like we talked about that it created it it literally took our country by storm man it it yep. really did and it just branched out and impacted 
all kinds of new listeners to hip hop. And not only did it embrace the new listener to hip hop, but people who know hip hop and respect hip hop could listen to an album like that and go, this is, this is fucking good. This is fucking good what he's doing and what, what he's you, bringing to you, the table. Do you think that that was considered a, a classic album as soon as he dropped it? Or did it need to marinate a little bit? Because I wasn't around when that fucking, I, I wasn't aware of it, so I don't fucking know. I mean, the, the, the thing is, the th- the, just, I mean, he, he dropped it in the source because he was having all that shit with Benzino, like, which was, you know, like the Bible at the time. The source fucking dogged it. Didn't, oh, they, give, yeah, it, yeah, did, yeah. didn't give it the five mics that it deserved. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just, they dogged the Eminem show too. So it didn't receive as much critical acclaim probably as it, as it deserved to. But I think there were a lot of fans who realized what he did. And yeah. I think over time, as time has gone on, it's gotten more critical acclaim. But I think at first, the critical acclaim wasn't there. The fan mm-hmm. acclaim was there. And then over time, the critical acclaim has, has caught up more so to the fan acclaim. All right. So then I got another question then, bro. Because when we ranking, when we talking about these classic hang on, hang albums. On. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna put oh, something right, else up there. I'm going to put something else up there. I'm going to put Reasonable Doubt up there, too. All right. I have to. I have over to, over over uh blueprint i mean oh. and then what about the black album i mean the black album was amazing i <sighs> reasonable doubt was i loved it because that's just... that that's when jay-z was really attacking fast pockets and then he kind of chilled mm-hmm. out and then black album he really perfected slowing it down to me um all right, fuck it. I'll put the I'll put the black album over just because the black album just hit me harder. Again, we're talking about life here. We're talking about life, man. That's, I'm I'm copping out of this, but I'm just telling you what I got. I mean, for me, I got Stillmatic, I got Black Album, I got Book of Ryan, I got Marshall Mathers LP. Those are definitely definitely top ones for me. And then I would I, did... I, I would slide in, I would slide in, Force. I would slide in J Cole, Forest Hill Drive. I I, I would okay. slide it in. That's that's what, what I would do. Um, Kendrick, Kendrick, when, right there at six with the pimp of butterfly. That's what I got. <laughs> um, when did when did Rush drop Book of Ryan? When did that shit come out? Um, I don't know. I can Google it real is quick. It, is it prior to that? Was it before two thousand ten? No, no. It was it was late. It's it's been only a couple of years since he dropped Book of Ryan. Have you heard all of Book of Ryan? I haven't. I've heard the whole album all the way through, but I haven't like sat with everything yet. You I've need done to, a few reactions to if if you get time just to sit down with it all the way through. You know, it's it's just the thing I love about it is it, it really does feel like an autobiography. And if if you listen to the album as a whole, it just has like this bigger picture to it. You know what I mean? Like everything just kind of connects. Like once you start, don't stop it and let it go through to the end. And then once you get to the end, you've 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 been on the journey. You've you've, you've been it, into the, it's so, the psychological it's, it's, it's journey a, it's, of voice. So it's a okay. It's not, it's just not, it's not him just going bar crazy. He actually like 2000, 2018. No, he's got some dope skits where he, where he tells stories within it too. Um, yeah, he's got a really interesting one about his father on it. Yeah, there's, there's just so much. And, and really the thing about the best way to describe it is, you know, like if, uh, if you were keeping like a fucking journal on your life, right? Like, and you mm-hmm. just write down even the darkest shit that comes to your head, the rawest shit. Like, you just write it all down because you think nobody's ever going to see it. Basically, mm-hmm. Royce kind of did that and then went, here you go, world. It probably would have had more of the impact if 
you know, Royce was more of, a, I don't know, mainstream, but he just, he doesn't have a, as a larger presence, a heavier presence as a Cole or a Kendrick or Eminem. Like he's, he's been on those platforms, but for some reason he hasn't, he's not, he's not on people's eyes and ears as much compared to those other artists. So if he had as large of a platform as them, I'm, I'm sure that album would have had as much as impact as his other fucking albums did. You know All right, go saying? on, go on. Listen, you gotta, you gotta give me some. Come on, throw them, throw them this way, man. Let's see, let's see, let's see what you got. I mean, I, I could low key say all fucking all of them K Dot's albums are classics, but I have to pick one because Good Kid, Mad City was a fucking monster. To Pimp a Butterfly was a monster. Damn was a monster. Um, uh, I kind of wanna. Because cause we we got we got all the the old older albums that we consider classics, and I kind of want to stay away from those because I feel like those are already like cemented in the Mount Rushmore fucking uh, hip hop albums, like your fucking uh and uh fucking uh Big Ready or Not um Pac uh All Eyes on Me like fucking Chronic all that we we know about all those right we know yeah. about all those and that's kind of before my time. Um, I'm because I was thinking about this shit before. Uh, Pac, man, oh, Stevie, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick, man. I wasn't even thinking on Pac because, yeah, you're right. He was a little before (laughs) me too, and he didn't, he didn't get to hit me as much as he probably could have. But the impact he had, you want to talk impacts, right? All eyes on me. Oh, come on, the impacts, man. And that was big for me too, being an East Coast kid. I didn't, I didn't go with the Biggie camp. I went with Pac and West Coast just because of, just because of of that album, and just because of. Just the way Pac was, man. Like, just... yeah. So, bad, I say ready to not. So, so ready to die. Ready to die. All eyes on me. But but with the with the with the all eyes on me, like that was kind of before my time too. I was yeah. I was a puppy during that time. But then you can still listen to that bitch now, and it still sounds fucking great. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But um, like for me, it's the Kendrick's uh fucking, and then it's I stink on you, Quimini, AT Aliens. Like I'm from the South, so those motherfucking albums hit me harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, and I think that has a lot to do with when people talk about classic albums is where they are during those times of those fucking albums and shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause you up north, northeast and shit at those outcasts, those down south albums didn't hit you the way they Yo, fucking hit hang me. Hang on, hang on, time I, out, time out. If if Andre Three Thousand dropped a fucking album, I would just nominate it into classic. I wouldn't even listen to it. <laughs> that's that's just where I put him on my MC list, right? On his, he's in my on, top five. He's on my top on his, five. On he's his different. own, on his own, man. If we he's ever different. got that one day, fuck. he's different, bro. I, I do. I try to do these fucking reactions because you know how the algorithm fucking go, bro. If it ain't mm. got them Eminem, NF, or whatever, it's not gonna get the views it's supposed to get, bro. But I'm telling y'all, I've done reactions to Dre where I break that shit down, dog. Like Dre is. Nasty. His storytelling ability. His storytelling ability notch. is so good, man. He is just hot so notch. much. Yes. But I got too many albums though. I got good rich get rich die trying. Ooh. I got fucking <laughs> I got fucking, fucking go. college dropout, late registration. Oh my god, I'm um, even thinking of Kanye, man. Bruh. Now I'm we're now we're opening it, up this world. Oh man, what what college dropout too, did for me too, too. It's too many. It's too many. It's too many, bro. So uh it's just way too many, bro. There's way too many classic albums, dog. But you should get to rank them, I guess, by like eras and shit. But uh, um, with that, Carter Three. <laughs> for, for, 
I was just I was just thinking which one should I bring up? Should I bring up Carter two or Carter three? But for me, yeah. I think Carter three goes harder. That's just my yeah, personal opinion. Yeah, some some yeah, people like yeah. the two better, but yeah, the three. And we talked about this last week too. Like Lil Wayne had his own era, man, where he was really like if you liked to just going deeper and, and punchlines. Lil Lil Wayne was your go to on the mainstream, man. I mean, he was holding that crown for a while when Eminem was going through his drug addiction and all that, and he was just kind of out here. Wayne was there. At the full, like, like two, what, two, 2003, 2007, whatever the fuck. I thought Wayne was the best rapper alive. And his, like, and he his mixtapes. Best rapper alive. His, his, his mixtapes are, they, they shit on his albums to me. Like all the dedication suffix, mm. uh, the gangster grills, um, uh, no ceiling, sorry for the weights. All those albums is fucking. He's the only motherfucker that Rolling Stone has on, it's like they got the top 50 albums of all time. They got Lil Wayne's mixtape to drop three on the top 50 albums of all time, bro. He the only motherfucker that had mixtape up there, bro. Yo. Oh, he goes and remixes everybody's shit. When he was when he was hitting the fucking mixtape circuit, man, I mean, that's how I got into Wayne. And, like, I don't know if guys remember uh, Dat Piff, right? That's why I used to yep, love yep, all the fucking yep, mixtapes, yep. right? It's, Lil it's Wayne it's still, fucking it's took there. over Dat Piff, man. I was always waiting Facts. for that next Wayne mixtape drop, man. I'm telling Facts. you. I'm telling you. Facts, you said, you said live he, on that shit. Yeah, him. He he fucking just, he ruined he uh, ruled um that piss dog. Would you but say? Now, so, would you say Lil Wayne greatest mixtape rapper of all time? No, no, no question, no question, bro, no question, dog. He put the blueprint for all these motherfuckers doing this shit now. No question. And he got he got too much out. He's been doing this since he was fucking fifteen, sixteen. The squad ups before. All that shit, bro. I'm a, I'm a Lil Wayne kind of sword, dog. I got the fucking, <laughs> I got the, I got the library full of all that shit, bro. I've been listening to that motherfucking since I was goddamn a poo poo, bro. Real shit, dog. <laughs> Real shit, bro. Um, oh, but with that being said, though, bro, because you see, like the 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 trend we have talking about these albums, they kind of have like some more like a historical context to them. They've been out for a little while yeah. for the motherfuckers to marinate. So with that being said, like we're 2021 now, like. What albums have come out recently that you think that would be mentioned in the classic albums in the future? You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like for example, like Drake, uh, Drake, Drake, wow. Drake, uh, Drake. Take care. I'm gonna fuck that. Take care. Uh, um, the other one where he's in the, he got his face in the blue. Fuck his, uh, in the clouds and shit. Nothing was the same. That the album. Like I feel, yeah, those, those two. Are the only ones I can think of that are like they're probably classics now, but I want to. I'm I, I was thinking about that when you had talked to me. I'm like, <laughs> what artists are gonna have classic albums in the future that are out right now? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you, you're gonna have to give Drake something, I feel like, for the impact that he's made in, in some of his stuff. And I was, I was a huge early Drake fan, I was like proud of myself when I was on fucking Drake when he was underground and he was, yeah. he was hitting those mixtapes. Right? Yeah. So far yeah. gone and shit like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, like when 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 Drake that that to me, that that was when Drake was really speaking to me, man. And then yeah. he got he really blew up, he hit more of the mainstream. Then all of a sudden I was just one of those kids that was like, Oh, well now everybody's supporting Drake, so I'm not gonna support yeah. him as much. Right? Hey, his album's hard. I, I, I was like, everybody fucking supports tough. this motherfucker now. His albums is but, tough though, bro. He the only motherfucker that have swole ass gangsters in the club singing his lyrics, bro, talking about love and shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Tap Bro, in, we're, we're, we're still going to remember how uh, a singing artist bodied the shit out of a rapper in Meek Mills in a fucking beef. Facts. I mean, who fucking does Facts. that? I mean, 
Thanks, bro. To, the, Thanks, to this son. day, you you give me another singer that has taken down a fucking rapper. Tell me, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, dog, yeah, bro. But yeah, who else? What else? I'm trying to think of other motherfuckers rap right now. Because that 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 to me is is Drake's greatest strength. Is you have to yeah. appreciate that when he wants to rap, he can rap. He's he's got that in the bag, man. He's got fucking punchlines. He's got wordplay. He says shit that you feel. When he wants to sing, he can fucking sing. When he wants you to dance, he can make you dance. Like he he can just sit down, make an album, and go. All right, what do I want this track to be? Do I want them to Bro. play it in the club? I want them to ride to it. Like like what do I want? Like he's just got that. That versatility, bro, doesn't he? Drake gets so much hate <coughs> on my YouTube, bro. I don't understand it, dog. Drake is a monster, bro. Yeah, he's a monster. I think all ever since that ghostwriting shit came out and people feel how they feel about whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck, bro. That motherfucker know how to make some hits, and he know how to he know how to connect with his audience. He know how to connect with the female audience, and he's been doing it shit for forever, and it ain't slowed down, man. Like he's just a hit making factory, bro. I mean, I, I think you're right, though. We're, we're going to have to wait and see over time and just see how things pass because this has happened throughout history, hasn't it? I mean, there's been great writers and, and poets before music that have gone underappreciated. Then all of a sudden they die and pass, and then later generations pick up their stuff. And they're like, holy shit, like this was, this was really good. I wonder, I wonder if we're going to have some of that with the, with the current generation. I mean, there's, there's artists too, that I think that just continue to fly under the radar. I know Corday just got put on Eminem's radar, but the lost boy, yeah. that's fucking dope, man. Corday is a yeah. very dope lyricist. He's young and he could be one of those next up that has that ability. I think that can just go layers upon layers. Like he's, he's got he's that sight. Like, like he's like, he's got that lane that, you know, the J Coles can own the Kendricks can own the Royces can own. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just hear an he's artist a, and you're like, there's fucking depth there. There is so much he's depth a, he's there. A, he's an he's a MC for real, for real. Uh, but, I don't know, I haven't, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard enough shit from him to feel like, to, to mm. like, try to guess where he's going to be down the road. Like, will he be mentioned in the Coles, the, the, the uh, Kendricks, or, like, like, Joyner. I think Joyner's the next up to be that fucking pillar in hip-hop, dog. Um, um, but I just don't know enough Joyner. about Corday. Joiner. Joiner's last album was hard as fuck too. Evolution. Yo, Joiner. That album was tough. The that album was, was tough. <coughs> what was the What was the name? Why can't I think of it right now? Of the um, you know, he told the story. It was the first ever Joiner track I heard. Ross. Um, oh, Ross. Ross Cappuccioni or Cappuccioni yes. or some shit yes. like that. I mean, I was like, I, yeah. wow. That's a that's a hell of a story to tell, and it's a true story. And to take that and to put it into the art form of song, and that's when I was like, I need to watch out for this man. That that really yeah. put me on to on the Joiner's Joiner's different, bro. Him. First time I saw first time I saw Joiner was on uh, the BET Hip Hop Awards, and they did the cipher. And I forgot, I forgot, it don't matter because I don't remember anybody else rapping in that cipher. I remember his ass rapping in that cipher, and that sh and that shit stuck with me, bro. And I dove into his catalog, and I was. He hadn't even put an album out yet. I was, I was listening to all his mixtapes and shit. So I've been on his ride with him since he's yeah. gotten to, to this point. And Joiner, Joiner is a problem, bro. Joiner is yeah. nasty, dog. Like this motherfucker rapping. Not I wouldn't say shoulder to shoulder with him and then, but he put on a fucking valiant effort with that goddamn. Uh, I think was it not a like? What song is that? When he did he got with him when they rapping all fast as fuck? With the with the uh, 
the fucking doppelgangers that copy every single yeah, thing that they do yeah, in the Armageddon like, futuristic shit. Yeah, lucky you. Lucky yeah, you. Yeah, lucky you. Lucky you. Joyner did his fucking thing, bro. Yeah. I think I think the thing about Joyner is he knows... See, not only is he a dope lyricist, but he knows how to play the game, too. He knows how to capitalize on trends and market it. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the videos that he makes... Let's talk about the video. I mean, the videos that that man puts together are are just so well thought through they're great fucking ideas and concepts man i love joiner's music but i also really look forward to when he drops a music video because i don't know what he's going to do next on his music videos and the storytelling that he puts into the visuals as well i mean that man is just going to keep growing and keep blowing up honestly he's a visionary man i wouldn't be surprised he started doing movies and series and shit bro because what he can put together visually what he what he puts together visually is low-key better than how he fucking raps you know what i'm saying and he raps with the best of them, but I don't know anybody that can put something visually together and make it look as good as him, man. Absolutely. So I think yeah. uh, I think we'll take on we'll take on a question real quick. I I know that uh, Con, you've been keeping an eye on on chat and everywhere. I mean, what a what question you got for me, man? Yeah. So kind of on topic. Shouts out chat, by the way. Um. So as a rapper, this question comes from last sec. As a rapper, would you rather have five great albums? And no classics, or one classic, and everything else is kind of you know it's it's sub great, sub great, you know. But what you do have one classic. Wow, that's a that's a good question. I'll let I'll let Stevie answer that one first. I don't know. I, I think I would probably have I would want to have four like good albums over that one classic because if you got that one classic, they're always gonna measure you up against that shit and sell you fucking short. You know what I'm saying? I guess Stevie. it's cool to be missed. Stevie, who the fuck taught you? <laughs> who taught you math, Stevie? You just said five, and you just said four, four good ones. Oh, if I said, oh, my bad. Anyway, whatever you know, what the fuck I meant. You got, <laughs> you got five, five, five good albums. You got five good albums, and you have four subpar albums and one classic. They're gonna low key call you like a, like a, I don't know, like a. A what? Can you be called a one hit wonder if you put out a classic album? Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's like. It's kind of it kind of reminds me. I don't want. I, don't, I ain't gonna throw no names out. I don't throw no names out. But I think it fucks up like your legacy a little bit, man. Like it's cool to have your shit mentioned up there, but like I as a as a I'm a fan too. So I'm, like I'm not a rapper, but as a listener, I would want to look forward to a motherfucker. I know he's gonna drop me some dope shit every time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like he may he may have a classic. Everybody can have a classic, but. I, can, I know I can depend on this motherfucker to make dope music Wait. all the fucking time, and I think that would be better. Let's let's put this into perspective, and, and the best way I do that, uh, you know, just loving sports myself and just coming up playing all the time, think about like, a, I don't know, like a Dan Marino argument versus a quarterback that's won a Super Bowl, like a fucking Trent Dilfer or something, right? Or, or just like any any perspective, right? Would you rather, put it put it that way, man, would you rather win the Super Bowl once or win the NBA championship once? And never go back to the well, playoffs again, well, I don't, or I don't, or, I don't or make it to the final five times. I don't make it to the final five times and lose. That's that's kind of like, like putting a out a really 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 good album, isn't it? But it's not. It doesn't cross that line to classic territory. It doesn't get that ring. Because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the pedestal, the pedestal, right? We're talking about the... Yeah, but, but, cla- but classic... But, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but classic albums is more a subjective type of thing anyway. Like, if there's an album that you have, like, hey, this is the best... It's, like, voted on. This is the best album of all time, and you get, like, some accolades for that. That's different. Like, getting a Grammy or some shit. Like, would I rather fucking 
get a Grammy or just have dope singles. I know this is the award that motherfuckers get when they put the best shit out or right. something to represent that. Yeah. Like a, a classic, a classic album is so subjective, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I would definitely rather have a championship to be a Dan Marino, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would rather be known to give, give fans some dope ass art. Okay. Then to let okay. Them down every, it's, every, it's, every fucking time. Yeah, it's 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 separate. I'll will take that, man. I was I was trying to bend it with some twisted ass logic, but 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 you're right. <laughs> music music does sit in a different place. I think I, I think I probably go similar to Stevie's answer too. I, I would rather show consistency as an artist. I think that's that's most important to me because you know I'm not I'm not just in the mode of just dropping one great thing and finishing. Like I just wanna I yeah. wanna stay and have that longevity in the game. And in order to have that longevity, you gotta keep putting out greatness. So if you put out really Thanks. good, really good, really good, really good, really good, you know, people might not say it's a classic, but I guarantee you some of your fan base probably will say it is, as long as it's really, really good, because as long as you create that loyalty over time and they love you, isn't that all that really matters is having that connection with your fans and getting your music out there and, you know, speaking your art. And do you do you think that that would be held against them if they consistently gave you dope ass albums but didn't have a classic album. Could do, I mean, could could do could could be held against you, but I mean at that like point, Busta, like Bust, like Busta, Busta doesn't have a classic album, I wouldn't say, but I don't think that's held against him as a rapper. Some some of his fans would would argue differently, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it necessarily gets held against you because, again, consistency is so important, too. I mean, as long as you're – if you're still relevant five years from now yeah, and you stay consistent yeah. in the game for that long, that's making a statement in and of itself to your talent yeah. and, and your ability to, to keep afloat because we're, we're crabs in a bucket, man. Like, this is competitive. M MCing is a competitive ass sport. So as soon as you have a drop off, there's going to be someone to take your place. There's going to be a thousand Facts. motherfuckers that want to take your place that want to Facts. have that at the top. You can never, ever stop evolving. And the more that you grow, the more pressure it is for you to release dope shit. And the more you Reserve. are put under the microscope. So the second that you might make something subpar, that could be the end. Right, yes, you, could, sir. You, you could just yes, have sir. that drop off, and it just gets every time you release something, it's more pressure, more pressure, more pressure, more pressure, and not everyone can take that. Not everyone can keep climbing and climbing and climbing and be in battle mode twenty four seven because it is exhausting. But if you love competing and you love the sport of MCing, then then you just gotta fucking be the best and go for it and never ever stop. I would. It's low key like a damn curse for your first album to be considered like a classic because you're gonna get measured up to that shit. All the fucking time, man. Like, I don't know how you feel about Jeezy, man. I grew up just listening to Jeezy, and I, I know Thug Motivation is not one of the best albums of all time, but it's one of my favorite albums of all it's time. It's got some you fucking know, bangers can... on it, though. It's got I, some bangers I, 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 on I, I, it, though. Yeah, I, 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 it's in my. It's, and I would always expect Jeezy to put something out comparable to that, and I always felt like he felt short of Thug Motivation one on one. Not to say his other albums was whack, but but if that first one was such a fucking rocker, man. I feel like it's. Is that, that shit can like <laughs> fuck you up as well too. I, I agree. I felt that way too. And and yeah, you're right. Like it's easy once you put out that first one because like we talked about, that honeymoon phase ends. Yeah. And then it's like what what's keeping me? What you got next? Because now we're now we're getting used to your style. Now we're getting used to your voice, your delivery. What do you what are you doing to to keep me around and to keep my interest? So yeah, I think yeah. I think that was a dope question. Listen, we're we're coming to the end, but I tell you what, we'll do we'll do one last question. One last question, Con. You got anything else for us? Yeah, all right. Let's stay on topic again. You mentioned Marshall <laughs> Mathers LP, but someone asked Joey Van Dyke asked, uh, "Is music to be murdered by a classic?" No. 
Why, Stevie? Um, because it's not better than Martha Memphis LP. It's not better than the Eminem show. It's, I mean, Eminem just going there, showing he just spitting, showing you he can still rap better than everybody. But I think as a collection of fucking songs and shit, it don't, it don't. And I wasn't even around when MMLP was popping, but I can imagine how that shit affected the world. And, 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 music, and music, I think music to be murdered by was fire as fuck because Eminem is forty five years old and still doing what the fuck he's doing. But I mean, he also or gave 48. us he also gave us songs like Darkness, which was just I mean, that's that that to me is a classic song in and of itself. And just the the layers to that. And then he then he gets fucking Royce, Joel, fucking King Crooked, Black Thought on the album. I mean, those yeah. songs like like I Will and shit like that. I mean, whoo, I mean for for hip hop heads, man. Ah, there's some really good lyricism, but yeah, I mean I'll probably be biased too because you, you're right. You're, you're comparing it to the the cream of the crop for me, which is Marshall Mathers and, and Eminem show. And then there's songs that sit on there that you know you still play to this day. And yeah, they just they just change. I just, generations. I just, I just think it. I just think it's lacking that impact, especially considering how big of an artist Eminem is. Like he he's in the prime position to impact the fucking world with whatever the fuck he's doing, and it lacked the impact that MMLP. Um, I think I think that obviously if you want to talk about like objectives and just like technicals like writing obviously this Eminem yeah. now is just a totally evolved head and shoulders beyond fucking, yeah, fucking yeah, evolved yeah. Pokemon like yeah. fucking missile launcher shooting yeah. out of his fucking back right now as he's dropping nukes yeah. on people like this that that is the Eminem now lyrical wise I mean mm -hmm. he's just he's at another level but I I think for me it was um it, it was the the content choice and the substance of uh the Eminem show and like Marshall Mathers mm -hmm. that that really hit me versus the content choice. I mean there's still some really good content involved in this album, but sometimes it does feel like more of the album is about the lyrical delivery and just how yeah. clever he is with the pen and showing off yeah. his talent, which is fine, which is yeah. fun as shit to break down. You learn a lot from it being an MC. Yeah. Um but it's lacking that connection. Really but I I still think there's there's timeless tracks on it and, and who knows? I mean we're we're still in the bubble of it, I would say. So let's let's see how I feel about that five years from now. If I'm still really connecting with it, and if it's got that timeless factor, which you never know, it, it could always do. I mean, in terms of his body of work, I put it up there. I would put it up there yeah. as, you know, I, with I think, with those. It's it's one of his top bodies of work. I I would definitely agree with that and say that. I I think that he chose to show the world that he's still the fucking best rapper, dog. Can't nobody rap better than me. But Marshall Mathers LP didn't have that feel to me at all like it was just it was eminem being eminem the eminem that like the stereotypical eminem everybody thinks about it embodies so much more than just rap you know what i'm I saying mean, and I, I mean to be to be fair what was it the uh the leaving heaven song with uh skylar gray when he talks about his dad and that was one of the one of the first times i've heard him really open up about it and put it on a track i mean that did make me tear up the first time i heard that so he did listen he's, he's still got those on this album too yeah, as well yeah, yeah. Wow. interesting man i don't know i don't i don't think it's a classic it's good it's good it's a good album you know what i'm saying and especially for me this and i can only consider my perspective talking about it you know what i'm saying trying to but with that being said, like the reason why I enjoy music to be murdered by so much is because I admire Eminem so much as a rapper. Because what he does with his pen. If I took what I appreciate 
out of lyricism away and just listen to this shit as a casual listener, a lazy listener like most people are, I would enjoy MMLP a lot more. And I feel like that would resonate with a lot more of the audience because we're we're a niche in this hip-hop shit. Most motherfuckers don't listen to shit the way we dig into shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like MMLP would appeal to a lot more than than the motherfuckers that can, you know, call a fucking quintuple entendre out from a mile away. That's that's true. And uh, last, I think last question. This was John who came through earlier with another hundred dollar donation, man. Yes. Wow. I mean, he he's really dropped some love today. He said, enjoying the conversation. Any plans to do some reactions together in the near future? Yeah, if they don't fucking get copyrighted, I'm down. <laughs> Listen, this is this is how this whole podcast started. Was because I think you you reached out to me first and wanted me yeah. to to come out. Or you come out to me and we would do a reaction together, which we will definitely make happen in in the future. I'm I'm down for that. But yeah, we will we'll definitely be doing I'm that. Just, I'm, that's, so, that's, I'm so I'm I'm gonna come out there just to react to your shit. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> listen, you got You got to wait for that album, man. I, I was I was all excited when I first talked to you today, wasn't I? When I was talking about that uh that Oswin Benjamin track and what it Hell just fucking yeah, bro. Hell said, yeah, said over to me man I mean I, listen Oswin, it's just like that motherfucker said I gotta tighten up I gotta get this pin <laughs> in his pad tighten up bro <laughs> Oswin ain't no joke man he did listen man I, like like I was telling to you he's good good like really 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 good but after getting this verse and hearing what he did to the production that I had worked on I was like fuck man why is he not in our conversation right now for shit, just because Bro, he's, I, he's, he's got that ability. Wow. And I, I'm excited, man. And it, it's always a good sign when he drops something, shares it with me and I'm sat here like, now I got to go put my shit under the microscope and make mm. sure that all my shit is air fucking mm. tight. Because if it is not yeah. airtight, when you got like locksmith and Oswin Benjamin on tracks with you making fucking albums like that. I mean, this is, this is really like a, a dream album coming together for me. That's for sure, man. Yeah. So we'll, like we'll get story. to it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I also when locksmith, they're for hip hop heads only, bro. As long as hip hop heads and that's, are around, they're gonna. And that that's what I wanted to do, man. Like I wanted to. And listen, we're not totally locked in on the track list yet. There's still some other options that are floating that I'm working on, but I I wanted to go out and really find those lyrical artists and you know give them even more of a platform. Not that they need it. But, you know, my channel keeps growing. I do have yeah. a platform. And why not yeah. lift it up? And why not take advantage of that moment to really put on for people who deserve even more attention and even more recognition for the shit that they're doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, no, that's, 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 definitely, that's, that's definitely a good look for them, bro. That's definitely a good look, dog. Because a lot of motherfuckers don't even know about Oswin. They about to know now. They about to know now. Yep. And they about to see all these motherfuckers. It's about to be a whole little hip-hop master out this bitch, bro. Hip-hop gladiator. <laughs> Are you not entertained? I'm ready to see that shit, boy. Ready to see that shit, boy. You saw me take the gloves off, off last of this week. bitch. Yeah, so, <laughs> it might happen again. There's some, there's some yeah, tracks yeah. I'm doing, man. So, but anyways, yeah. listen. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This will be on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. This will also be on Spotify. I think I put the links below. If I didn't, I'll update them. But yeah, be be sure to keep supporting every single week on Wednesday, yeah, same works. time. As long as we don't have technical difficulties and Knox doesn't break <laughs> shit, we got it, man. Stevie, you wanna you wanna sign us off, brother? Hey, man. Appreciate everybody pulling up, man. Y'all the real MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Keep supporting. We're going to keep doing this shit for y'all. Hell yeah. Take care, everybody. Stay safe.